Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. I don't know that one. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I think you might have just made it I remember it Studio up. 60. Was he Studio 60? Or he was. was. He... Okay. Go on. It was like a. Uh, he lost his wife and he was in a support group. It was kind of like, what if community was about a support group? Huh. That's I kinda, was I it liked good? It. I liked it, yeah. All right. I mean, I believe you. I'm not going to look it up. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, I believe that's a show that exists. I'm hastily so. making the Wikipedia for it. Right, you could be inventing this show out of whole cloth, oh, and yeah. we will never know. We're no, never going to double I, I check on it. Ne- I'm it, never going to. That sounds that. like uh, a, a show that Matthew Perry would have done at this stage in his career. Yeah, <laughs> not going to question that at all. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one where he's like the the ring announcer at a local circus. Yeah, that sounds like something sure. he should have done. Yeah. Oh, I would watch this. It's called out of it's that. called the Big Time. Yeah, 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 that was on um, ABC yeah. For, yeah. for like two seasons. I mean, you could tell me anything's on like Tubi and I'd be like, yeah, I mm-hmm. guess. There's no way of knowing. That's impossible There's to no confirm. Way to know. It's impossible yeah. to confirm. We could have a show on Tubi. We would never know. We could, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's Hamlet's favorite streaming service, though he always gets confused whether it's something's on it or not. Is it on Tubi or not or Tubi? Not Tubi. Is it a Netflix? Mm-hmm. I, I see what you did. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of energy i'm gonna bring if you want me to leave i'm happy to leave i mean no it's fine okay it's fine okay all right we'll just we'll just call that strike one that's it we'll we'll keep moving no no it's dave and i are gonna have to have a long conversation after we're done recording (laughs) (laughs) oh man um hello everyone hi uh what another episode of hypecast Hypecast. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm the other one, David Bell. I'm Greg Smith. Hey! Hi, Greg! I'm here. Hello, thank you for having me. Welcome, hey, Greg. Greg. How are oh, you? I'm doing nice pretty I'm you. doing pretty well. It's a it's a beautiful warm day. I have a Coca-Cola classic. Mm, my, the real my dog's lying on the couch behind me. It's pretty good. That uh, sounds we should have had your dog on. Yeah, she she doesn't speak much unless somebody knocks at the door. Mm-hmm. So if we have like a trailer tonight where a lot of people are knocking on doors, she'll be very she'll be very vocal. Well, mm-hmm. you know that's that's a fault with the training, Greg, not with the dog. And I own it, and I accept it, <laughs> and I will be better next time. I will be better. All right, 
good. That's strike two, but good. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> and how many no, strikes again is it? I I don't know, like fourteen. Okay. It's a rolling. It's yeah. It's <laughs> it's a rolling tally. Yeah, I mean every yeah. They all have we just strikes. we add up just... we add up the strike uh, uh the strikes of of each uh, guest, and then at the end of the year they have to send us that much money. Yeah. Okay, and so I think I signed a contract that said one strike was like ninety dollars. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Just for inflation, right? We'll see like what that. the market does this year, but that's like a good like like base for you to sort of like plan your budget around right. is that ninety dollar figure. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Can I send it to you in uh nineteen NFTs of like. An ape with like bloodshot eyes holding a Coca Cola classic. Yeah, I mean, I don't deal. I I the I only deal with mm-hmm. NFTs. I now. just I just assumed it would be. Sorry, an ape I shouldn't form, have even yeah. brought it up. That's a, I'll take mm-hmm. that yeah. other strike. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just good. Add another couple good. apes onto that mm-hmm. tally. They're mm-hmm. so bored. Those apes. They're so bored. They're so bored. It's so droll. Those mm-hmm. apes. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how welcome. delightfully troll! <laughs> I'll spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on that. Uh, yeah, uh, first time hype hype guest. So yeah. congratulations and welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm hyped to be here. Oh Good. man, we're hyped to have you. Yeah, always hyped. This what p- you guys been up to? What's what's your day been like? Good day, bad day. How's the day going? Uh, it was a bit of a crunchy day at work today. Uh, we had like one of those all hands meetings where like 20 people were on a zoom and they spilled rice krispies everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we all, someone lost their contact lens at the same time. Mm -hmm. We all had to look around the ground like Velma trying to find it. Uh, I, I think I accidentally ate the contact lens, which is good news because my stomach is nearsighted. Huh. But then, right. you know, someone else, you know, it, 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 it was a mess. We didn't get much done about like our quarterly projections, but what are you going to do? No, you're not going to do anything is what you're going to do. Mm-mm. I got a new fan, you guys. I got a new desk fan. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to shut it off. So I just put it across the room. Mm. Usually yeah. unplugging it will help. Nope. With that. Not in this case. Mm. It runs on a battery. Oh, it's a smart fan. Uh, I read the instructions. They're in very broken English. Uh. I do not know how to shut off this fan. Well, then well, it, it, li- it, it lived up on. to its name. David outsmarted yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, it did. What makes it a smart fan? It's got the. It's, We've it's been not, over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got. It's the one that's bladeless. You know, I learned about bladeless fans. You know those bladeless ones? They look like these big round dildos. Yeah, like yes. Mm-hmm. They just have the fan inside of them. That's that's it. There's just a fan. In the base yeah. that sucks the air and sends it out. That's not bladeless. So That's just they moved. They put the blades somewhere. Where they relocated not the visible. blade. Yeah. Yeah. That's bullshit. It's Isn't a, that just like society? We take the yeah. things we don't want and we put them underground and yep, pretend they're not there. That's, those, are, yeah. those are some below the line blades mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yep. Now I can't shut it off. It's yeah. just that's uh, that's the trade. That's your Faustian bargain. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, we'll take off the blades, but this thing is uh it's gonna stay on. It has one <laughs> it's button. Not, it's non negotiable. It has one button that does everything except shut it off. <laughs> it has one button and it's not on off. Nope, it's not. 
you you press it and the ring changes colors around it uh, and it fun. just goes at various speeds and fluctuations <laughs> you, but you, none of them are off you press it and somewhere somebody dies yeah yeah richard yeah, kelly directed your dollars. smart thing. yeah yeah <laughs> richard kelly directed your fan which is why it's a little confusing but like a cult hit yeah it's gonna mm-hmm. really your fan will really be appreciated in about 15 years mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, we should we need some producers, Dave? You yeah, do we that? Could do that. Yeah, let's we do, do that. that. Let's get into that. <clears throat> I will start. Um, big big old thank you to Heathcliff's helping handfuls. Mm. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to the conveniently placed self destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Super thank convenient. You. Yeah. Uh, thank you to left left. Thank you. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank mm. you. Thank you to Ryan, the silly money goose. Mm. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Sure does. Thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Mm. Thank you at Nerd Numbers. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you to DJ Finney. Always a pleasure. On the ones and twos. Mm. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Thank you. Thank you to Brockaway. Brockaway loves the meat millie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you to David Nice, nice Boot. boot. Henson, thank you. All right, let me jump in here. They get a Grumblebee. They get a Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank they you. get a Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you. They get a Seismic Charge Noise. Thank you. They get a Deborah's Awesome, Barbara's Great, and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Thank you. They get a Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Thank you. They get a Baby from a Racer Head. Thank they you. They get a Chiz Lily Tits. Thank they you. They get a These Seven Bees. Thank you. They get a Breezy Ruizy. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Davey Francis for the revenge. Thank you. And thank you to MVB. Thank you very much. Oh. All right. Man, we've got we've got some trailers. We've got one we or two trailers. Do we have one or maybe two trailers? Perhaps two, yeah. Yeah, starting with Miss Marvel. This is a the, the, the Disney Plus Marvel show mm-hmm. based off some sort of comic book, I'm told. Uh great trailer i i I just want to say at the top of this most of these trailers i really liked them as trailers there is there is one that i simply cannot wait to talk about and i'm pretty sure you know what it is sure but this is miss marvel (laughs) this is um this feels like it's it's for it's for the tweens feels like yeah i mean if are you familiar at all with the character in the comics i am not either either no no oh uh, she's a. I, I think Kamala is in high school, but she seems like it. I think high school. Um, yeah, it's got to be high school. She's too old for middle school. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, gets uh, in the comics. She's an inhuman, um, which is oh, like basically, no. basically like the. Uh, it's like a diff. It's kind of like X Men, you know, where it's just like some yeah some garbage happened depending on what timeline i think that like awakened their powers or something but it looks like in this one she finds like cosmic gauntlets that give her powers right some sort of she's like an she's an everyday tween mm-hmm. who uh wants to be captain marvel yeah and she idolizes captain marvel she gets some sort of gauntlets um I, I i mean i'm fine with them not adding in more like eternal what or not eternals what did you say inhumans inhumans I'm glad I'm glad they're not adding more of that stuff. This would have been a good opportunity for them to introduce the concept of mutants, I guess. But I it feels like they're not actually going to do that, are they? Don't know. Well, it I feels like either. not to jump into another Marvel trailer, but Patrick Stewart's voice mm-hmm. 
in Doctor yeah. Strange, that'll probably introduce those dang mutants, but right? It, it, that's introducing like multiverse. So you could you could argue, and this is I think what they should do should have done for Eternals. Maybe they'll be like, well, in our universe, there's mutants, and now they start pouring in or something. But that wouldn't work for Miss Marvel. Uh, unless like mutants just become a thing that starts. I don't know. The point is that you're right, Tom, is that it seems like they're giving her some sort of cosmic technology that gives her green lantern powers. It's general cosmic. She's what she can do in the comics is like, she's like Mr. Fantastic. She can stretch. She can make herself grow big, make herself really small. She can like, I forget polymorph. That's what it's called. <laughs> okay, it looked like Green Lantern shit, didn't it? Yeah, in this it kind of looks more like she does like a she makes her fist get big and long in one shot, but it looks mostly kind of like generic cosmic energy in this yeah. trailer, which is uh, for like uh, it's a little like disappointing. But the trailer, the rest of the trailer was was so good around it that I'm like, you know what? Like if they have to change her power set whatever to to jive more with the universe that they're currently mapping out that's fine like whatever it's yeah it's the same character yeah what'd you guys think of this trailer by the way i like yeah i was i don't have a prior history with the comic book character a very efficient way to get me hooked in is to use a, a song by one of my favorite pop stars the weekend yeah and the fact that they use blinding lights and that they like orchestrated it at the end I'm like, man, you could set this to literally anything. I'm going to like it at least a little bit. Right. Yeah. That Again, my my first thought was just like, what a well done trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As for the show itself, it also looks good. It looks uh, really, it looks really charming to me. It kind of reminded me, um, do y'all watch Central Park on Apple TV? No. No. There's a character in that show, uh, like a middle school tween girl who also draws herself as a superhero and kind of fantasizes about being a superhero. Mm-hmm. And the beginning of this, where there was like literal comic book text and graphics. Yeah, like, like paper craft too, which, which is I thought really was cool. so cool. Yeah. It reminded me well, of Central Park in a way that I'm like, that's really interesting. Oh, it reminded me of the Spider-Mens. Yeah. Because the Spider-Mens do that as in well. The, in the end credits, though. Yeah, but I, I guess but, my yeah. point is, it's, a, it's an aesthetic that Marvel has established for like the high school uh, stuff, yeah. which... It's fine. Like that's. It looks good. Yeah, it's effective. Um, yeah. And like Greg said, it's efficient. <laughs> it mm-hmm. Kind of lets us know oh, immediately yeah. who this character is. I also appreciated that it's relatively light on the superhero stuff. Yeah, it. You know, it kind of reminded me of like with the first two Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. They're at their strongest when he's not being Spider-Man, in my right. opinion. When he's just like a high school dramedy, and this mm-hmm. looks to be leaning directly into that very charming kind of immediately endearing you got to find yourself and empower yourself sort of story which yeah i think i'm gonna really dig i don't think they're gonna rush it either because it's very it feels like at this point one of the not like risks because this is i think comic book fans come to expect this but the marvel cinematic universe is becoming just saturated with heroes at this point right because they're we're just having so many series and so like regardless of what it's about every time they introduce a new hero now i'm like oh man like it just feels like it's like a lot to juggle and so it makes sense to keep it relatively small scale at first you know like i i don't know um i'm sure if the series goes really well they'll they'll stick her in a movie i think she's already in the second captain marvel movie that they're making oh good 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 
Yeah. Yeah, because she seems really charismatic mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, a good good Marvel hero. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm probably, I'm pretty lukewarm on Marvel personally, so at some point i'm sure i'll watch this but yeah it's it's one of those things where i might need to be told like oh it's really good and then i'll jump on it yeah or i'll watch it the entirety of it on a plane trip which is what i did with hawkeye you know it's you sure know. yeah i still haven't watched like i we talked about it we talked about it a lot actually but i i haven't i still haven't watched hawkeye i've missed the last several marvel series like uh i the last one I watched I was it, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like yeah. I didn't watch Loki. I didn't watch What If. I didn't watch Hawkeye. It did, the, for the quality. Like a lot of them have some great moments and a lot of talent, but like they didn't matter in the main plot. Uh, a lot of them have been kind of you know wheel it's, spinny. It's it's, and I'm I'm curious, Greg, to to get your sort of feeling on this. But like since Endgame happened, like it's been hard for me to feel like like before that i didn't miss a single marvel thing and mm-hmm. after that it's like i don't feel like the urgency to mm-hmm. catch a lot of this stuff so like after wandavision which i mostly liked and falcon and winter soldier which was fine like it was like i don't i'm not feeling like the, the, these are like must watch events for me and i'm like sort of just absorbing kind of the broad strokes of what's happening just through the culture so i don't it's that's like how marvel fatigue is sort of like manifesting for me uh are are you are you still uh are, i don't still how, what what are your thoughts on marvel right now Chris? yeah i think creatively it still probably was the stronger choice to end the whole dang thing at endgame yeah and i've liked yeah. a lot of stuff since then i thought wandavision was pretty darn masterful the new Spider-Man movie I had a fucking blast at. Yeah, that was, was really fun. Really but, surprised how good that was, actually. Yeah, they really pulled off a lot of plate spinning at once. They really did, it, yeah. yeah. Here's here's what I think it might be, and why I'm actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I kind of wish this was a movie, is that I don't think Marvel considers their TV shows important, or as important as the movies. They're optional, because they're TV shows. Mm. So they're doing stories that, you know, like the Captain America that the entire arc was, I don't want to be Captain America. And then at the end, I'm Captain America. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's sort of what already happened in the movie. Like he became, you know, new Captain America. So it's like there's stagnated stories that are designed so that if you miss them, yeah, you won't miss everything. And so like that, that bums me out in terms of this, where I think, oh, they're making a TV show. That means they don't consider this like, an important character they consider it an optional story because that is tv right you can't expect people to watch you know hours and hours and hours and hours of the spin-off tv shows to understand what's happening in the movies and uh, when you clip but, that kind of um the sort of compulsion or the obligation to keep up with the serialized aspects of it these tv shows really start to live or die by like qualitatively episodic storytelling Right. And for me, I think I gave Hawkeye two or three episodes. And I was like, this is not working for me. I know mm. it probably won't connect to whatever the next movie is. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I, I actually enjoyed everything about Hawkeye in, in, until the last episode. Oh, interesting. Which, well, I, I don't think this is a spoiler at this point that Kingpin shows up. Yeah. 
uh, and they make him a fucking cartoon character all of a, all of a sudden. Like they, you know, like the, I, I'm I'm scared about because they've been talking about oh new uh, Daredevil season and stuff like that. I hope they just get the same people because Daredevil is probably my favorite thing that to come out of the MCU. <clears throat> and one of the things I liked about it was Kingpin was treated like a human, right? Like a human being who's mortal, and they do not treat him that way in Hawkeye. Uh, it's he does some stuff where I'm like I I don't think a person can survive that moment, and so like <clears throat> I, I I don't know where I was going with this. Oh yeah, just that like I'm a little nervous about that merging as well of like the Disney Plus shows versus the net Netflix shows and what that's gonna amount to. I don't know. Yeah, uh, uh, you know the DCEU has really more failed than succeeded i think but i think Mm -hmm. what we see with something like the batman which i just really loved so deeply and so much is that they are a lot better at giving rooms and giving the space and opportunity to try a bunch of different tones and vibes in a way that the mcu because of its interconnectivity feels it, it, it can creatively hamstring it a little bit when it has to feel consistent which is right. why I loved WandaVision so much, because every episode was like, we're going to do a kind of a new self-contained tone or thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it was different. But yeah, we don't have to go on about yeah. Marvel. I feel like we start half of these shows and then just, with a Marvel trailer. <laughs> just talking about really, Marvel. Really well, there's not, not much more to say, which is like, eh, I'm kind of lukewarm on it. This trailer looks good. We'll see what happens, you know? This um, this is one that I will definitely watch though. Me too. It won't it won't be one like Hawkeye. This feels more essential for me personally. Like this is one that I want to like sit down and see. It just feels more yeah. fun, honestly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, next trailer is for Tokyo Vice mm. on HBO Max. Mm. This is a <laughs> very adult programming. Yeah. Very I'm serious. Michael Mann coming in here. It's uh based on a. Uh, if uh, listeners don't know, it's based on a series of uh, reporting by Jake Edelstein, I believe uh, is his name. Um, he did a lot of, uh, he like embedded himself with the Tokyo Police Bureau uh, for a time. And he wrote a lot about the Yakuza in this show or movie? Show. Show. Okay. The show from Michael Mann, which mm, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> is uh based on that stuff so it's 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 all this yakuza stuff ken watanabe is there as a as a grizzled police detective um mm. yeah <laughs> i wrote i wrote in our slack the other day um that i would follow ken watanabe into into mount doom mm-hmm. just yeah. whatever he does i'm gonna watch uh so oh, yeah. like I, yeah. him him the the quality of the source material the fact that it's michael mann is enough for me to be like hell yes i'm gonna watch it even though the main character is yeah, ansel elgort <laughs> well, who is that guy uh he was the lead oh, in the no. new west side story he's baby oh, driver oh he's a creep he's the he's creep. creep yeah he's a creep that's a that's a bummer because i wanted this inside of me mm-hmm. and now i'm yeah i'm a little hesitant now because every other element it's just like oh fuck yeah yeah um that said when we get to it if i had to pick between i don't know why i'd have to pick between this and the next trailer obviously the next trailer is that is uh mm, mm. but like yeah this this is just like gritty adult crime shit which is, you know, yeah. I'm, 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 
I love it. Yeah, this is where I love to live. I love gritty adult <laughs> crime shit. I yeah. love Michael Mann. I love Kenny. Kenny Dubs. Uh, the tra- I wanted the trailer to like work for me even harder. A lot of it I felt like was cut a little bit generic. Mm-hmm. I didn't love like the claps lining up with the music. I feel like a that lot of trailers... That really with- weird. Yeah. But at the Go end, on. there was this one shot. It was like it looked like it was the first part of a one-er, sort of an action little sequence. And that moment to me was like, ooh, Michael Mann was allowed to flex a little bit. <laughs> I'm all the way in. Let's go. <laughs> the claps, it was like, what is this, the fucking intro to Friends? Like, <laughs> what is happening there? Yeah. That really confused me. Um, but, like, yeah, the show itself looks like it's going to be all sorts of intense. Really, like, you know, it's got that divorced dad energy. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. got that. Yeah. Got the history, ch- history the channel board. vibes. Yeah, no, I yeah, do. Yeah. I do. I do see what Greg is saying. I, I agree with that. Where it does, were it not for the talent behind it, I yeah. might be less jazzed on it because the trailer is fairly generic for this genre. But like, so <laughs> no, it's no. I, I had a similar thought with the divorced dad energy, where it was like, this is the new version of that. You know, this is the new version of like your csis or your nypd blues where it's like when you're a kid you're like oh that's the adult crime thing that's too boring for me like i'm watching this and i was thinking like the kid version of me would look at this and go this is i am so not into this (laughs) um but now it's just like yeah oh god i'm hitting 40 this is great i can't wait uh but now it's got a creep in it so i don't know man i'm now, now I'm a little less uh, pumped for this. Well, my experience watching West Side Story was that literally everyone around him, in front of and behind of the camera, was working at the absolute height of their powers. And then we had this wet plank of wood in the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> a he's super also, creep, uh... not a great actor. Yeah, I was going to say, he's also not very talented. I'm, I'm imagining it's going to be a similar vibe for this one. Yeah. Well, we will see. Again, the, compared to the next trailer, because the next trailer, folks, is We Own This City, which is, I, I feel like they bury this. I believe this is not just the producers of The Wire. It's it's Davy Simon, f- right? It's David yeah. Simon. Yeah. It's Simon himself. And, but boy, any guesses on where it takes place? <laughs> it's Baltimore. They tell yeah. you it in like the first. I know. I know. But it's uh, oh, John Barenthal doing a good Baltimore John, accent too. John Barenthal in a David Simon cop drama. He was. I was just like. He looks like is, he was created in a yeah. lab to be in a David yes. Simon cop drama to play a crooked cop. Yes, I'm all. I'm, like, oh, I'm all in. I'm all God, in. Yes, I'm all in. Yeah. Um, David Simon, like The Wire. I, I, yeah, we don't. I, we don't, I don't need, need to, to praise The we Wire. We don't need to restate how awesome but, The Wire is. Every, every you all know. You guys yeah, but what, what always made it good to me is that like they really they portrayed everything was so like neutral. Like we we have cops or cop characters like McNulty that we love to laugh about and be like, yeah, McNulty, but he's like a piece of shit in that in that show. Uh, he's he's very good, David Simon, at just like like not rubbing it in your face just like showing you it it's not in a neutral way it's not a lot of you, judgment and not a lot of moralizing exactly but it doesn't need to be because you right. watch it and you're like yeah i think i know who's good and bad here <laughs> yeah uh it almost he felt doesn't to yeah, me he, a little bit sorry it almost felt no, a little no. bit to me like this trailer 
maybe knew that that's what the show was and to kind of draw in casual viewers it felt a little overcranked to me yeah it felt a little like that that scene where he's like there's a bunch of cash on the ground do you take it i'm like yeah right. you're it's a little melodramatic i love it maybe <laughs> this is more of a hyperbolically pitched show which i would be into or maybe they chose that to like play to the cheap seats a little more you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see them doing that. I can see an executive being like, you know, police corruption is hot right now. Let's yeah. really play it up. Like, I, I don't know if this is the the trailer seems to make it about this, but I don't know if it's just about that aspect or if it's going to be like The Wire mm-hmm. where it covers a, a broad spectrum. I think it might be that or at, or at least a broad spectrum of areas of the police department because there's a lot of characters in this trailer and it looks like at least two or three distinct storylines. It's also a mini series. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes me want to watch it even more. (laughs) Yeah. They're hot right now. The mini series is so like, yeah, I don't know that, that that's probably a good sign. Right. Um, Man. Yeah. I just, I don't mean to open up this can of worms. I, I tend to agree with you that that's probably a good sign. It does feel a little dispiriting that it feels like every idea that late 90s, early 2000s would have been a very good two-hour or less adult drama at the movies is now a multiple-episode miniseries. And because right. of that, they start to kind of spin their wheels a little bit. A little bit, I yeah, think, for sure. I think there's definitely truth to that. I think that's like demonstrably true, right? Because mm-hmm. like they're all... A lot of these streamers are looking for for things like that specifically. Right. Um, Normally, this would be something that, yeah, it might be. Well, I don't know about this specifically, mm-hmm. but I know what you're saying, which mm-hmm. is like things that would normally play in theaters just don't have a place there anymore. They're not giant superhero films, so they have to go on, on this and it's not enough to just do a movie. I'd say David Simon is, you know, he The Wire isn't his only good show, I would right. say. I liked The Corner a lot, although The Corner was very depressing uh but it was it was quite good generation kill was a mini series Mm -hmm. and he killed it with that that was really good so like i i think uh i don't know i think for this he knows how to make a mini series absolutely uh and so like i'm less worried about that for this um but i do think in general that is a concern for sure Mm -hmm. right i feel like more so with well, not even more so. It's just I notice it. I tend to notice it more with documentaries, like docu documentary oh, yeah. miniseries, where it's like this should have been a two-hour movie. The, mm-hmm. the worst offenders to me was Sasquatch and um, Evil Genius. Those are the two I watched where I was like, this should have been a movie. You stretched it. You or I think was no Sasquatch was a miniseries too, where the like it's. Remember when you used to get like the cliffhangers between commercials of old TV shows and they'd immediately deflate every single time. Like when you come back from ads, it'd be like, Oh, it was no problem at all. That's what those feel like to me. A lot of those documentaries now is they keep having to hook you for the next episode. And it's always like really, really dishonest the way they hook people or something like that. Uh, And now that they release batches of episodes all at once and we watch them all multiple in a row, that cliffhanger moment is right. completely neutered because the next episode begins two seconds later and you're immediately like, oh, I guess it was nothing. 
Yeah. Right. They they just need enough for you to not stop watching. Exactly. Like that's it. It's not like you you have to tune in next week. It's like no, keep sitting there. Uh, that's all we need. Um Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. Like right now it's like Well, have you called your local congressman? No. I mean yeah. not about Get this. Out, I vote, call Dave. Him all the time. Get out and rock the vote. Things. That's how yeah. you solve uh this problem with uh with wheel spinning documentary series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, that's we own this city. <laughs> I think it looks I want, dope. I'm ready. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want I want like a fucking Thanos reveal halfway through the show that's McNulty. <laughs> McNulty shows up. Yeah. That's Did what you I say, want. I'm happy either way. Did you just say McNulty or Nick Nolte? McNulty. McNulty. But, Nick okay. but also, also yeah, right. Because I was gonna say I'm I'm in for that. Nick Nolte as old McNulty. <laughs> Nick Nolte as McNulty. It writes itself. Yeah. And when you watch it in the winter, you brew some mold tea as you watch Excellent. McNulty play McNulty. <laughs> yeah. This is all good. Is it? Yeah. Mm. These were all ideas recovered extensively during the, the initial pitch meetings for mm-hmm. We right. Own This City. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, this next trailer is for Moonshot, not to be confused with Moonfall, Moonfall. Yeah. which, uh, you know. It's entirely different directions. Yeah. This isn't for me. <laughs> this I'm is not, that's not a judgment. I'm just, this is it's a, just not for me. This is a rom com uh, uh, yeah. set in the not too distant future, where this uh, woman decides to Lana uh, Condor, right? Uh, yes, yeah. Decides of to all the boys I kissed before fame. I want to say loved before, loved before. Uh, yeah, that's the name of the movies, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh she decides to go on this Mars uh mission. Um she's an engineer, I I it looks like. Uh but she it it seems like the trailer makes it seem like she's really going to Mars to follow her boyfriend, who is like kind of right. seems like kind of a distant chode. And then <laughs> she meets one of them one of them twins, um one of them sprouses. Uh, uh Yeah. Who uh, I feel on, like would would have if this was made 10 years earlier, would have been Zach Braff playing the role? 10 uh, years st- earlier, Dave? <laughs> maybe 15. I don't know. Look, time. Like, how about 20? Sure, 20. <laughs> As it Whatever, stands, man, the time. Zach Braff jump scare in this trailer yeah. really did, yeah. that really is did a number on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's like a haunted house a fucking scare actor leaping out <laughs> right. at you. It's like, oh my God, it's Zach Braff. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the, 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 the Sprouse... Uh, sneaks on board her Mars ship with her. And now it's, well, he's got to hide in her room because he's not supposed to be on this Mars mission. And it's a, it's a will they, won't they on a spaceship to Mars. It's yeah. It's, it's, I don't, I don't know, man. I haven't seen it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it's going to be, but it just feels like it's like really smart young woman going to Mars for a guy. And then like clearly is going to fall in love with this dipshit guy. And it's like, that's the least interesting angle for um this Mars, like this mission to Mars, movie. I don't know. I'd, I'm pretty sure they didn't. Or it's a show. I'm pretty sure they didn't work backward from. Let's make a movie about this woman who goes to Mars. Like I'm sure if the beginning point was rom com. Like I don't think they arrived at rom com. Yeah, I, actually, now that that's the thing. Well, I don't know. I I could easily see Mars happening in one of the later drafts. You know what I mean? Like I could e- I could easily see an executive being like, "Can we get something that makes it pop?" 
and they're like, all right, I don't know. She's all right. She's not going to Europe. She's going to Mars. And they're like, oh, yes, we got a show now because it just I don't know. Again, I, 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 I haven't seen it. It just, man. I yeah. want to, in, in sort of theory and broadly, I want to support any new original rom-com because I really like that genre. I think they, uh, I, I wish they made more of them because I find them delightful even when they're bad. I watched Marry Me. I loved it. It's bad. This one, yeah, it, it feels a little cheaply made to me. <laughs> I was going to say the, the spaceship looks like a paintball set. A little yes. bit. Or like a laser tag uh, is, arena. Right, so, is this a series or is it a movie? It's a movie. I can't... It's a movie. Okay, that makes me feel a little better. Yeah, little it's better. you know, the two. I think my main issue with it, I didn't feel any chemistry between the two leads. No, he seems like a. He just seems like a dipshit. He's a little doofus. Like, yeah. It was yeah. one of those moments where I'm like <laughs> a doofy again, little doofus. It's yeah. like she's like supposed to be like this wicked smart. Uh, a young lady going to Mars, and he just seemed like such a such listen, a dry man. Fart. He's he's the guy that's going to teach her how to how to cut loose and stuff. Yeah, being so exactly. serious all the time. No, it's uh, yeah. I it's I feel what Greg is saying. Not just between the two leads, like the whole trailer like didn't have any charisma. Like none of the jokes yeah. landed. No, none yeah. of the beats they were trying to convey really came across. It was just like this. And yeah, next to the fact that the the sets look very cheap it's like man oof. i forgave the sets because i thought it was a tv show knowing that this is a movie now yeah i'm like oh come on you guys yeah wow i wondered if it because it's going straight to hbo max right it's not getting a theatrical mm-hmm. i wonder if that was planned from the jump or if this is a kind of warner bros being like oh dump it to streaming kind of thing it's hard it's so hard to tell now um, because we're in the third year of the pandemic, so this, yeah, I, I could easily see either where they mm-hmm. it was just like, eh, let's just put this on streaming to maybe help our subscriber rate, or it was just like, let's. Uh, it looks like the kind of thing you'd film during quarantine, right? On these also, uh, small little yeah. sets and it, it also minimal feels cast. Like, yeah, it feels like HBO Max being like, we don't have any like trashy Netflix comedies. Can we get one or two of those? I mean, they, and they like intercepted like an email in Netflix headquarters. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, moonshot. Because when I watched this trailer, I just assumed it was Netflix, and then it's at HBO Max, and I was like, really? I mean, yeah, You're, they they watched usually. to all the boys I loved before, and they were like, oh, let's just do that with <laughs> yeah, let's the put literal it in space, though. Yeah. yeah, it is the same because right, isn't the third one about like her boyfriend goes to college or something, and she has to like decide where she wants to go? Probably, yeah, yeah. I think that's like the third movie in that series. So they're just like, let's just take this movie mm-hmm. and put her in space. And I mean, yeah. good for Lana Condor. Get that streaming, Shit, yes, teen rom com bag. You know, get it. Let's go. Yeah. It's got to be someone. Mm-hmm. It's got to be someone. Why not her? Yeah. Why not, <laughs> Why not her? her? Why not? Uh, she was Jubilee, right? Hold on. Uh, yeah, she was. Maybe? She was Jubilee in X-Men Apocalypse. Oh. She was? Yeah. Wow. Man. That movie. <laughs> oh, it was that, her first role. That movie washed right over yeah. me. Like I... <laughs> yeah. I mean. That movie does not exist. No. No, it, it barely I does. I need She's... hard physical evidence that that film exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember driving well, by mean, that that billboard with Oscar Isaac choking Jennifer Lawrence every day for a while. Yeah, there was and a being few. Like, they got to change that, man. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I, yeah, there were a few of those on 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 my my commute. 
All right, so I guess that's the physical evidence. I remember the billboards. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, moonshot. Like I don't know. It, it's it it's not hurting anybody. I don't think. No, I. It could it could be, but I don't think it is. I want to like it more because I love a cute and charming rom com where movie stars fall in love. Yeah. This one just doesn't look like it has the goods. I don't know. Well, here's here's it feels all real need... flat. It feels yeah. real flat. Look, here's all you kind of need to know about this about what i think the level of laziness and effort put into every part of this it's about going to mars and it's called called moonshot Moonshot. yeah like that alone i think is just like i i feel like you didn't i feel like they didn't like i feel like there was a lot of like first idea thrown out and everybody said yep that's good let's keep going like i don't know man maybe this was originally literally we're going to the moon and then some exec was like, "No, change it to Mars." And then they just Make never changed Mars. the title. Yeah, yeah Mar- Mars is Mars is hot now, and yeah. and it's a longer mm-hmm. trip, so you couldn't have like however long it is. I think she says it's like twenty days or thirty days or something. Yeah, it doesn't take that long to get to the moon. So, did y'all you, see? Did y'all see passengers? No. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen Passengers, Tom? No, I know what happened. It's horrifying. It's really bad. Oh, well, right. Yeah. Well, like we 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 don't have to rehash the conversation now, but I remember us having a long conversation about how like the idea of that movie would be a great thriller premise. Yes, from if the perspective just, of Jennifer. From Lawrence. her perspective, yes. you make Chris Pratt the bad guy. Yes. Like that's yeah, you, a great thriller. You don't even have to recast it. He, Chris Pratt, if he wanted to get a like, because I think people are getting pretty sick of him. Yeah. Uh, if he wanted to refresh everybody's like love of him start playing villains man that would, like he'd be he hasn't really done that he'd be good at that yeah the, it's like the closest i think is like magnificent seven where he's kind of like a racist piece of shit oh yeah 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 yeah. he's great in that yeah he's it's pretty like good the at best it. thing yeah I, uh, I bring up passengers because and it's apropos that we're talking about how like passengers premise is icky i got shades of that in the moonshot trailer a little bit yeah. Of like him sort of foisting himself upon. That's mm-hmm. what it, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm like, your problem. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 an accomplished young woman with like a career in science who, whose main arc is which guy do I choose? And it just feels. And one of them is like, yeah, feels like a sex pest who like <laughs> followed her on and is like, I'm a doofus. And it's like, well, that's she's gonna pick that guy right. too. He's the kind and of guy if you like you leave him al- alone for five seconds, he's gonna depressurize the entire ship. Yeah. And it's like I don't know. I feel like this 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 woman just needs to like focus on her career <laughs> and not this dipshit. But uh, I I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Maybe she launches him into space That'd at the end fun. of the movie. That uh, just explosive decompression. That mm. would be amazing. It turns just... into that Total Recall scene where his eyeballs bulge mm-hmm. out and stuff. Yeah, he just floats away like an icicle, like Tim Robbins in Mission to <laughs> Mars. Oh. I get um, I get why they were so married to Moonshot because it's like oh that's this is your you know shoot the moon this oh, is your yeah, Moonshot yeah. but it's like but it's not the moon anymore it's not the moon it's not the moon it's Mars uh, Mars shot shoot Mars, Mars. Mars. Shot. nobody love, says that love on Mars life on Mars um, <laughs> love on Mars I don't know man is that okay? just name it something different <laughs> name it something different mission to Mars call it mission no mission no. to Mars kissing kissing yeah. to Mars kissing to Mars there it kissin is to Mars. <laughs> Uh, all right, I want to talk about this next trailer. Um, oh, okay, man. hell yeah! Memory. This is um, there's like this pattern with uh Martin Campbell, which is that he'll make movies that I will watch the trailer and just like slowly like lose interest, and then it'll say 
from the director of Casino Royale, and you're like, oh, back okay, on board. This gen- back in yeah, this <laughs> generic looking movie is actually probably good. Mm-hmm. I d- there's two things. Okay, so this is uh, yet another Liam Neeson uh, aged badass beats the Christ out of just everybody. Just beats, just smashes them to bits. Um, in the first couple of shots, there's a moment where he absolutely beasts this guy through a, a bathroom stall and like knocks the toilet out of the wall. That's like the first moment that made me sit up because I was like, that's a little like they yeah. put some work into the stunts here. What's going on? And then, mm-hmm. of course, it hits that from the director of Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm all in. Does it help that it's also a remake of a very good I saw that. Movie? I saw yeah. that. At yeah. the, I, I spotted it in the end credits and I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. So uh, I'm probably going to watch this one. Oh, I've yeah. skipped the past seven years of Liam Neeson movies, but this yeah. one, I'm on board. Here, well, here's the thing, <laughs> though. With Martin Campbell, who my mother has met, by the way. Um, yeah, because he was filming Edge of Darkness. I was about to say, uh, are you trying to tell us that Martin Campbell's your dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was filming Edge of Darkness where I grew up, and it was in a, it was on a state park, so... You know, the, any old any old yokel can just wander on set because they couldn't close it down legally. And those yokels were my parents <laughs> who just would just approach people, uh, you know, which, which is delightful. Did uh, they, the point is... Did they talk to Mel? They, no. <laughs> Mel was the only one. He only came for one day. But they talked to the producer and the director just by approaching them, which is just <laughs> delightful to me of my parents walking up to the director, who was probably working, who is just like, oh, hi. Yep. <laughs> Um, point is, is that Edge of Darkness is a very generic film. The only reason I, I, well, the only reason I've watched it is because it, it's my hometown. Otherwise, it's like generic film with Mel Gibson that's still quite well done. And what I was getting at is that this could be, th- like, that's one end of the spectrum for him, right? Is that, like, he always makes a good movie, but sometimes the script isn't. You know, sometimes was, it's Green Lantern. I was about to say sometimes it's Green Lantern. Mm. Yeah, sometimes it's it's he he. You know, he's not picky as a director. I would say no, but he's got more hits than misses. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, loved uh, I loved his last movie, The Protege. Did y'all see that? Not no. yet, but it's on my list. Maggie Q. Uh, it really worked for me, and what I liked about it, and what I kind of picked up on this trailer, there's really good action, really tightly constructed set pieces. But there's also like a very grown-up sense of, I don't know if I want to say maturity, but like darkness and sort of like very adult weird feelings of regret. And I like that there are elements of that in memory, which the high concept is he's losing his memory. Yeah. That added a very interesting uh, steak dinner, not junk food-esque wrinkle to it. Right. It's like a more mature set because Martin Campbell's aged himself at this point but i like it's like more mature set of stakes in that it's like i might not be physically able to do this where it's like your own limitations start to become a thing in these these kinds of stories yeah it's one more boomer who refuses to retire yeah (laughs) Uh, I I, i hope it ends that way with them like intervening and like some younger right. guys. Like, I mean, he definitely shouldn't be running around with a gun. No, he really shouldn't <laughs> he be. can't remember and of what course... he was doing five minutes ago. <laughs> and of course, since it's uh, about memory, Guy Pierce is there. Mm-hmm. He sure is. Uh, <laughs> I've been down this road before. Mm. Uh, Get a tattoo gun, mate. 
<laughs> yeah, just write them on yourself, mate. Mm-hmm. Use yourself as the uh, notepad. <laughs> That's the secret. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. I do really like the idea. Um, the premise here is great. I just, uh, I'm going to see the hell out of this movie. I will say. Yeah, me too. I recently went and saw Blacklight. Oof. The, which is the new Liam Neeson with a gun movie. Yeah. It was Tommy Wiseau levels of like absurdly well, bad. It looked bad, like, but you he, saying that makes me want to watch it. <laughs> I recommend watching it. He's. I think what it is is he reminds me of Nicolas Cage, where Nicolas Cage will say yes to everything. Yeah. And what that means is that there's a lot of mediocre films he's in, but then there are also some really good ones. Like, I feel like, this is just a theory, I feel like he puts the same amount of thought into approving the script for, I don't know, Primal? Was that what that was called? With uh, the Cage? one where he's on the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with the tiger? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kevin Durant. I feel Durand. like he puts, he puts as much effort into like being cast in that as he does with Mandy. Like he's just like, yeah, no, I'm here. I'll do I'll do the thing. Yeah. What do you want me to do? And sometimes it's like amazing. And sometimes it's like, yeah, no, I'll fight the CGI tiger, sure. Uh and so I feel like Liam Neeson's the same, where he's just it's like, no, I'm action old guy. And if a good one slips in there, so be it. Mm-hmm. Like I you know, if the gray he was or in- like something like that's I like, like nonstop just, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's just like, look, I'm just doing the action stuff. It's up to you. If you want to make a good film, go for go it. Go for it. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just do it every I'll I'll be here doing my thing. Like he was in man, he was in crawl. Like he was in movies for like ten years before he yeah. like I feel like he is just like a working actor. It's like Yeah, he is. He did he did Schindler's list like right after Dark Man. Yeah. yeah he's like a he's like, a character actor yeah. who got famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's what it yeah, and he's just been he's like this like train just chugging along, like not a care in the world. I don't know. And I think Martin Campbell's the same. He reminds me yeah. of like not in style, but he's like De Palma, where I feel like you'll go back and look at his career and go, I didn't, I didn't even know that movie existed. Apparently, he did it. Yeah. You know, where it's like he's just working. They're just working. I have a lot of respect for that kind of filmmaker. You know. Oh yeah. A, a De Palma type guy, like a Richard How- Donner, Richard Donner, a Donner yeah. guy, sort of John Carpenter is like the artful version of that, but somebody who just like yeah takes the assignment. Steven Soderbergh is sort of in this way. Soderbergh, yeah. They take the yeah. assignment and they do it really surprisingly well. And yeah. in a way that you can kind of like feel not only their professionalism, but like their enthusiasm, no matter what it is. Right. Where they're just like, look, we're making fucking movies. Yeah, man. We're not, you know, we're not saving lives or anything, but we're having fun. Yeah. We're making, so, yeah. Sometimes it's going to be Schindler's List. Sometimes I'm going to just beat the shit out. I'm going to kick a guy through a toilet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, it doesn't matter. It's the works the work if you if one of them if one of them people really like that's great yeah no i like richard donner the most for that only because he was just he was always like what are we doing a horror movie yeah i'll do that perfectly here you go yeah here's the a child an an adventure child film yeah i'll do that perfectly here you go superman yeah here we go like he he just he would yeah he was like a chameleon it was great uh Speaking of chameleons, oh, boom! What a segue! Transition, nailed it, man. Mm. Ah, mm. <laughs> Pentaveret, the no. Pentaveret. Well, hold on, let's take a minute longer to <laughs> really, really bask in that segue. Uh, no, no, the Pentaveret. It was perfect. It was perfect. The Pentaveret. This uh, is Mike Myers' master of disguise. Yes, it is, isn't it? In every possible way you can interpret I can't, that. Only it's like a series, right? It's yeah. like if you, it's master of disguise meets um, maniac. That Jonah Hill, Emma Stone show. 
It really gave me that vibe specifically. I can't wait to oh, watch I'm... one episode of this and then probably put it down. I hope I hope it is amazing. I hope it's the best thing. I hope it's the number one comedy in America. I hope it's like Adam Sandler, his last stand-up special where everybody came out of it like, whoa, that was amazing. Uh, that's what I hope for this. I mean, it's not going to be that. <laughs> Come on, I, I'm from... intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by the the sort of aesthetic darkness, the weird conspiracy stuff. Yeah. It's weird, it's though, the... that like the least intriguing parts, I think, were when I actually saw Mike Myers do broad character-based comedy. Yeah. Right. I, and then I, I was like, the... <laughs> Yeah, I like the graphics um, and the editing, the aesthetic, like you said. It's very like Darth merengue like yeah. that shit garth Marengi. but what did i say I, you said darth well, which you, i also want to oh, see I you were referring that. to the sith lord darth, yeah, yeah, yeah. darth merengue um but i do feel like if it is like uh i'm gonna call him darth merengue now mm-hmm. then he's you know too late uh, yeah. but it's from the director of action point so there's that um. <laughs> oh action point is a terrible film mm. um, never saw it oof i mean I don't know. You could probably watch it. It's you know, it's it's based I loved on the new Jackass. Yeah, it's it's uh, Action Point, the real life. Uh, you remember mm-hmm. Class Action Park? It's like based on that. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. It, I remember it coming out and being sort of interested. The, I think the problem they showed all the the funniest stuff in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Unfor- like it, 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 I don't know. They try to make a narrative out of it, and it's just like real. I don't know. Watch <laughs> it for yourself and decide. I saw it with uh, my friend in the theater, and we were like the f- one of four people in there, and it was woof. Hmm. It was real bad. <laughs> um, the The premise, real quick, for people listening of the Pentaveret is there is a secret, benevolent secret society, which is gives me a lot of red flags. Um, <laughs> of five people who manipulate world events, and there's this Canadian journalist who's trying to uncover them, uh, uncover the conspiracy. And Mike Myers plays the journalist, and I believe every member of the Pentaveret. Um, that would be that would that would make sense right yeah and it's like the one of the reasons i said it feels like master disguise is because master disguise not just it's is dana carvey playing a bunch of different characters but also had this weird complicated plot about a secret society that but that was specifically not evil mm. right so it's like I very it's a, it's a very child childish plot it <laughs> also feels like it gives me the impression that like it's like someone's demo reel like masters of skies felt like data carvey was your snl audition yeah yeah after he was on snl for many years and that's what this feels like too is just like mike myers was like okay so i have i'm gonna give you because there's one other writer on this i think maybe two and it feels like he might have given them just a list of impressions he could do like that's what master disguise felt like it was like here's a bunch of things i can do put it in this movie mm-hmm. and i'm afraid yeah. that that's also what's happening here i i mean i am hopeful that that's what this is i want to watch that i want to watch mike myers as master of disguise it yeah. feels i'm gonna watch this because it feels so weirdly specific and so kind of unhinged in a singular like you can tell, it just came from one weird brain, almost to me. Yeah, yeah. Here's, that's here's the other true. thing. Mike Myers, fucking between Austin Powers and Shrek, Hits. is probably he could have us all killed in public. 
and get away with it. Like he is very rich. So like, I'm kind of excited to see this is definitely probably, or it seems like it's going to be his fuck it project. It's his blank check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where he's just like, I don't give a shit if you like it or not. I'm just going to do a bunch of stupid voices. He hasn't really, apart from the, uh, what was it? The the gong show Mm -hmm. remake that he did apart from that. Like he hasn't, done anything since the love guru right there's yeah and then there's that inglorious bastards little cameo yeah that's true but yeah it, that was the weirdest thing he's ever done it made more sense when there were more comedians in that movie yeah <laughs> like, and then they all had to be recast mm. right and then it's just him so then it's just uh, mike myers it's mike well, myers and C. rust and bj novak right he yeah was a, they're still in it he was apparently in terminal and bohemian rhapsody he was um, in bohemian rhapsody and he was awful <laughs> yeah forgot he is about in i don't remember un- him in bohemian rhapsody he, he makes a, a um he makes like a self-aware joke about wayne's world he's like kids kids would never listen to this in their cars ha 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 oh i don't remember that at all uh, I must have he's also it out. in um <laughs> he is in the upcoming untitled david o russell which i just want to note has christian bale in it so like that's just a set of two people screaming at each other. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming. Although I, real... I, I like <laughs> the idea of David O. Russell directing Mike Myers. That that weirdly makes sense oh, to me. I don't oh, know why. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. This this movie also has um, Michael Shannon and Timothy Oliphant in it. Okay. Which is this yeah, is yeah, a film. What are we this doing? Is a motion picture. Yeah. And no, that's the, the, I'm just naming the uh, actors that to me feels like it is the most intense set mm-hmm. imaginable, right? <laughs> Um, on top of that, Margot Robbie, Robert De Niro, De Niro Anya Taylor-Joy, wow. uh, Zoe Saldana, wow. Remy Malik, and Mike Myers, what movie and is John this? David Washington, wow. Chris Rock. What? F- what movie what is this? Fuck, it's just untitled David O. Russell, plot details kept under wraps. Maybe it's an intervention for David O. Russell or something. <laughs> Hopefully. But this is a fucking... Wow. That's madness. Imagine that set. Imagine being a PA on that set and having to deal with all that bullshit. That is incredible. That's a lot of bullshit. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's in the cast. Sorry. She's right there also. Wow. Uh, I don't believe this movie is real, Dave. It's IMDb. They may be lying. I don't know. That's true. They've... Sometimes Speaking they of do that. Surprising supporting cast. That's my best attempt at a segue. Um, yeah. Work. I was very happy to see other comedy actors show up in the Pentaveret trailer and get little moments. Like Ken Jong's first line reading made me laugh out loud. No, oh, good. Keegan Michael Key shows up to play. It's like kind of cool to see people who I think are obviously inspired by Mike Myers' brand of like yeah. broad character sketch comedy show up and sort of have some fun and pay their respects right he usually doesn't do that yeah like in like austin powers and um oh shit they're like love guru like he's specifically kind of the only comedian and that's true that's kind of like the idea of behind a lot of his movies Mm -hmm. and uh apparently jeremy irons is the narrator and he's based his whole career off of mike myers that's right. You can tell, right? That's right. When you look at Jeremy Irons, you're like, well, that's another Mike Myers right uh, there. Oh. Jeremy Irons watched that uh, I'm for Klimt's Coffee Talk SNL sketch yeah. and said, <laughs> I'm going to make dead ringers. <laughs> there, I couldn't. Mm. 
<laughs> I was like desperately trying to pull the title of that film because I'm yep. like, oh, there's there's Jeremy Irons' uh, clumps. There's <laughs> Jer- <laughs> where he plays multiple Hercules, roles. Hercules. <laughs> oh, I want that so Hercules. bad. <laughs> oh shit. Um. All right. Do you want to do news stories? You want to. You want to think I mean, some yeah, more the, the pa- I, I do want to point out one more thing: is the Pentaveret is it's coming out on May fifth. Uh, you know, it's it's there's doing they're doing a lot of stuff about five, but it's six episodes. Ah, oh. come on, guys! Come on, get that it doesn't together. Make any sense. Just make the five episodes longer. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Fuck what are you it. Doing. Yeah. I wonder if it's like a minimum. I don't know, man. Oh, five maybe. episodes is yeah, that's not a lot. That's real. That's real. Master of Disguise being seventy minutes or whatever. <laughs> It's 72 minutes with credits and the 13 minutes and of the credits. 13 yeah. minutes of credits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That if you've is... not, if you've not ever seen master disguise, oh, I have. okay. <laughs> Fascinating film. I recommend everyone watch it. It's mm. one of the best movies ever movies made. Ever yeah. made. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Let's move right. on to new stories. All right. Well, let's thank some patrons. I'm um, starting with Chester's profit. Thank you very much. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Mm. Uh, thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Sure do. Uh, thank you to Bob Grenville. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Stephen. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you to Happy Ed Two Hundred Nine. Thank you very All much. All right, uh, let me jump in here. Thank you to Tiger. Bro- thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Manischewitz Maltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Thank you. It's true. Thank you to E.T. the Extravagant Terrestrial. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Ooh. Thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Thank you to pre-order Jason Pargin's new book. Pre-orders are super important. It's true. Uh, So Samuel Jackson wants to be Mace Window again. That's the story. That's the news. Sure. Look, why slow, aren't we? Slow, slow why news. aren't we letting him? Yeah. Who would I mean, stop him? Because he's dead. I mean, well, they put the Darth thing. Maul in Solo. Yeah, they I was gave him. Say, they gave him spider legs, Dave. Yeah. Out of all the characters cool. that they've resurrected, I would say Mace Windu is the one that I would want the most. Uh, it would be amazing to see him come out of some shadows and say some stupid line say party's over like he does in episode two uh and we would all be very happy and like i'm i'm feeling pretty nihilist about star wars in general oh yeah so it's like yeah fuck it throw them all in there yeah that's all it is right now that's fine i was yeah. when i when i read the story i immediately thought of oscar isaac in rise of skywalker saying somehow palpatine return yeah and i thought about how i hated that in rise of skywalker and then i thought about if Someone in one of these new Star Wars things said, somehow Mace Windu's back. I'd be like, great, let's see him. <laughs> let's get him <laughs> out here. Who cares? Come on, let's see him. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you how? Absolutely no, not. Just bring hurry. him out here. Bring him, yeah. yeah. Put no, him you're right. in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that character rules. I like that he has a purple lightsaber. Let's see. Yeah. Him. Hey, he and he has the purple lightsaber because he asked for one. So yeah. Sure historically uh caving to sam jackson's star wars demands that's canon net good good it's mm-hmm. a good thing yeah it is like here's the thing i love samuel L. jackson um mace window is one of the most boring characters ever sure yeah uh because they all are in the yeah. prequels they they were told it seems to specifically not emote 
So I, like yeah. I do I would love to see a version of Mace Windu that is perhaps not directed by George mm-hmm. Lucas and uh, perhaps directed by someone who is like so when you talk maybe like change your tone and the in Samuel Jackson be like oh that's mm. a great idea I'll try sounds, that Sounds risky Dave. Yeah. What I will say I think especially in Revenge of the Sith and it's been a while since I've seen the prequels but I agree with you and yet I feel like I can see the inherent charisma of Sam Jackson just like I'm going to be oh, a little yeah. fun to watch. I just I can't help it. That's that's kind of half of the cast of those prequels mm-hmm. where it's like despite Lucas's best efforts uh like people like yeah Samuel Jackson and Ewan McGregor can't help but yeah. to be charismatic. Christopher Lee, yeah. 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 Uh but yeah, yeah, bring him back. Make a Mace Windu show. Oh my god. Fuck I would want I I want that. I'd watch it. They should recast Ansel Elgort with Mace Windu and Tokyo Vice. Here's what I want. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just like lands Mace on Windu. Earth after being thrown out of the window by Anakin. Dealing with the Yakuza? Yeah. No problem. That's a great show. No problems at all. Yeah. I want uh I want Mace Windu I want to see him slam through like uh, the roof of an apartment and it's right after his death and he just has to go through like intense physical therapy. And that's the show is like Mace Windu learning to function again. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. like a um, um, there's that USA show about a sports doctor. Yeah. P- plain like plain rough. Pl- was it called plain rough? Yeah, it could be. I, I mean, that sounds like it should star a dog <laughs> that plays sports. Or a, right? or a golfer. Yeah. Mace yeah Wind- it, okay, other. it's a three-hander. Mace Windu, a talking dog, and uh, um, Adam Scott, the, the y- golfer, all share an apartment. <laughs> getting the Fighting the Yakuza, yeah. Fighting the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Um, well, next story. I think we cracked that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I just, just to reiterate, that's basically all Star Wars is right now. Is, yeah. hey, is hey remember this guy so yeah who gives a shit yeah like they're not you shit. guys aren't doing anything new anyway so fuck it yeah give me yeah, we can, yeah at this <laughs> point it's like this era of star wars it's like we're all gonna skip over it anyway yeah. might as well go yeah. nuts a little bit uh, yeah. yep it is uh the least essential period in all of star wars a little bit yeah uh so the next story is just about how netflix is testing a feature to prompt subscribers to pay for users who are outside the household this only bothers me because, like, when I go on vacation and shit, Netflix, they act like I'm a criminal, where they're like, someone logged into your account over here. And I'm like, I don't like you knowing where I am all the time. And so, like, this reinforces it. To be fair, you are the great vacation robber, where you go on vacation yeah. specifically to rob, like, resorts. Is that right? That's tr- Yeah, that is true. <laughs> That's true. He's on to you. But yeah, this is sort of, I, I guess the only reason this really rubs me the wrong way, we've talked about this before, is like, at any point, Amazon could just delete the movies you own. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't own the things you own anymore. Nope. And this is another f- feature of that, which is like, Netflix will detect if someone's not in your location using your Netflix and bully you about like why aren't you paying for them and it's like fuck you man if i buy a dvd mm-hmm. and let my friend borrow it i don't have to pay for it again it's mine this is my subscription i can do with it what i want it really feels like the big streaming companies well, uh, netflix more than any of them 
it's that thing of a frog not knowing it's in boiling water because they just keep kind of yeah testing it and seeing how far they can crank up the heat right and we all just keep going like well i gotta watch stranger things so i'll right. st- i'll stay in the boiling water yeah i don't know netflix is on thin ice with me because i don't watch them that often a lot of water metaphors i like it mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so i don't know man i'm really they, they... steamed mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean <sighs> yeah i don't um it's they're gonna keep do it's, it's it's what greg just said they're gonna keep doing shit like this because they're they gonna see how much they can get away with um yeah. But to your point, David, I do tend to agree that, like, you know, it's telling that the trailers we're the most excited for television-wise were both HBO Max, Mm -hmm. because I feel like they get more room to have a sort of singular David Simon voice, whereas Netflix feels like, quote-unquote, Netflix. Yeah. It's weird that I'm... it's, it's, It's weird that both Netflix and Disney Plus, for me, I've been lukewarm on. While all like well all the Warner Brothers DC companies now are like starting to starting to entice me, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's just like that's different than it was like five years ago. Because like yeah, Netflix now it, it it just feels like it's just stuff for like teens. Like it's not necessarily bad, but it's just like I don't. I I feel I, like I don't feel the need to have Netflix really yeah, anymore. Here's my very stupid read on it. Um, just based on the thoughts that are flying into my head right now. Um, That's talking, uh, baby. Yeah. It's podcast. Spoken like a true white man with a microphone. Um, I feel like Netflix is approaching this sort of from the old Hollywood model, which is what we saw with Quibi. Um, If you remember, if you remember old Quibi, where it's just shotgunning money all over the place. Like it buys up distribution for all that's where it gets a lot of its uh programming is just buying the distribution for stuff that other people have made which is great in a lot of ways you know we get to see a lot of great foreign films that would have been very hard to see otherwise um but it's also this very quantity over quality mentality for netflix whereas i feel like places like apple tv and hbo which are still shotgunning lots of money all over the place apple in particular they've got they're spending money like like holy shit (laughs) finch yeah everyone's Um, talking about finch yeah (laughs) the 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 must-see film of of 2022 (laughs) um but like it feels like it's hbo max and uh apple tv and um maybe hulu but hulu has the disney problem um, mm-hmm. which is more Disney not knowing what the hell to do with Hulu. Anyway, yeah. I'm distracting myself. The point is it feels like there's more space for like creator-driven projects on like yeah. HBO and Apple where they're more concerned with, well, we can't compete with Netflix's exactly. volume, so let's make shit that's good that'll draw people. And that's a good Absolutely. way for them to be a viable alternative to mm-hmm. Netflix's here's all the money in the world but creatively we have a lot of things to say sort of strategy right and all 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 i want is like a place where i can watch like 90s denzel movies yeah it's it's yeah man it's weird but like the 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 best adjective or descriptor that keeps popping into my head is it's grown-up you know Mm -hmm. it's like grown-up stuff where it's like netflix even though there's some wild shit on netflix but it's like that and disney plus which are kind of feel like to me the two 
big dogs and, and streaming right now. It's they're very it's kid stuff, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah. which is fine and great. But it's like sometimes I want to watch. Nobody believes Denzel Part Five. You know, like yeah. every, which is every movie he made in the nineties was nobody watch believes Denzel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I gotta watch is, the Bone Collector, 90s, or I'm gonna lose my mind. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna flip the fuck out if I can't like, watch Malice. Yeah, remember? <laughs> yeah, remember when? Like that's how Netflix started. It was just like here's mm-hmm. a bunch of bullshit we mm-hmm. could afford, uh, and it was like this is exactly the bullshit I want. Thank mm-hmm. you. So it's like here's shit that you'd see on daytime on like the on USA or whatever, and uh, and here it is. Like playing rough, everyone's favorite show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starring starring uh, Matthew Finch. Perry, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it stars Matthew Perry as the voice and mocap performer of Finch. Right. Yeah, that's right. Could I um, be any more of a robot dog? <laughs> <laughs> clink clank. Um. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, we got a show. We got a show, folks. Hey, this, no, <laughs> sorry. I was going to say, now this is podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. Tom. I did say, you that. say that. I was going to, and then, and then I you did. did. Yeah, All I right. manifested it. Let's thank some more patrons. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Big thank you to the Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Thank you very much. Mm. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew, the par- proud Satanist How, Thank you. Praise him. Yeah. Thank you to Vincent. Also praise him. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank mm. you. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank mm. you very much. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Thank mm. you. Thank you to Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you to Norm from Norm. Cheers. Thank you to Space McNulty. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let me take over. Uh, thanks to your mom. Yeah. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Fall Marina on Twitch and Patreon at Heartfist Brain McGuire. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. It was nice of y'all to thank, thank my mom. Hmm? Oh, you, well, you know, your mom's a, it's a, he always been a huge supporter of the show. We want to make sure we shout her out each time. Oh, well, that's really kind. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. It's, We're it's, kind guys. It's how we give back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of giving back, Dave, mm. uh, I want you to give me back the last your son? hour. Yes. <laughs> give me back my son <laughs> and the last hour of my life. Okay. Uh, and uh, I demand that okay. you tell me if you have a movie that deserves more hype. Okay. Um, <clears throat> He's not going to have one. I do. Oh, shit. Yeah. I do have a what movie. What a fool that you've more made hype. of me. <laughs> yeah. This is called uh, Watcher. Not to be confused with The Watcher. <laughs> the which Watcher. I believe is a Keanu Reeves. It is it a sure Keanu Reeves flick. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is called, just called Watcher. I'm guessing this is going to get more buzz. Um, it already, it's, I mean, this trailer isn't hurting, um, but this is coming out June 3rd. I don't know. I Oh, in theaters, oh. which is another reason why I think it'll probably get more buzz because we're just like far, far, farther away. Um, it is a, it is basically, it looks like the woman in the window, but like good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> a, it, it's about, um, it's the, it's the lady from It Follows. Who is moves and to the guest, Romania? Right? Yeah, and the guest, the guest, yes. As well. 
um, who moves to <laughs> An Independence Romania. Day resurgence. Yes. Uh, oh, God, yes. And she looks across the street, and there's a figure that is just constantly watching her from the other apartment, hence the name. And it becomes this, like, gaslighty paranoia where, like, I think the murder happens, and she thinks it's that person. And it's it just looks like a mystery thriller um, that just, I don't know, if you watch the trailer, it looks really good. And the reason I flagged it more than anything was that the director is Chloe Okuno, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, you would know her as the director of Storm Drain in VHS 94, mm. a.k.a. Hail, Hail Ratma. Ratma. Ratma Innocent. Yeah. Ratma did nothing wrong. Mm. Yeah. And so that on its own, like, I don't even know to, need to know what the movie is. Kind of, like, yeah. It's her next movie. She gave me plenty of goodwill from that segment so i'm like well fuck uh i want to know what this is uh and it the trailer looks good i think the trailer looks good yeah she also wrote it she also wrote both the segment and watcher that's important too sorry uh what were you gonna say no i appreciate that context this trailer really looked good for to me it's my this is my kind of shit to a t I love the style of it already. And what I particularly love, I really dug VHS uh, 94 and I dug the Ratma segment. Same. This feel, yeah. I, I guess it's partially because of the sort of demands of the VHS assignment. Watcher feels so different from anything in VHS, even her segments. Absolutely. That it's like really exciting to see her on a feature length playground do something so specific and so like heightened but in a totally different lane it's really cool right it's a completely different tone and that makes me right i think the 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 real hook for me aside from just the general mood of the trailer but this really contributed to it was the fact that it's unlike like the woman in the window it's not a murder or something that she sees it's just this figure in the window across the street yeah exactly yeah just fucking standing there staring at your house and it's like the more it's almost like a thought experiment like it follows like the more you sit with it and think about it it's like that would be like terrifying Mm -hmm. yeah is this someone watching her yeah and the whole trailer is just that tone yeah and not that this is a necessary but from a woman's perspective with Mm -hmm. the like creepy dude like that you know that there is a level there that makes it more significant um and so, like, I, I don't know, the, the perspective of this, the tone, uh, yeah, the fact that this director did something that was completely batshit uh, before this, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, I'm so, so very intrigued by this movie. I, I want to be buried with the Ratma segment. Like, yeah. I just yeah. put that in the casket with me, please. Yeah. All right, I will. Yeah, no. You, you, I'll do it. You guys are hearing it, so, yeah, uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and I'll do, I, I'll do I, the I same for you. I'm sorry, I'm busy. Mm, whenever you die i have a thing i'm busy Uh, sure of course you know it's a little short notice i understand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no i got it yeah so that's it that's my pitch uh it's just got all the things it's got fucking it follows in it who i think she's great yeah that actress um she kind of she kind of just stares blankly a lot and i love it uh i like that's a lot of her characters it feels like are kind of uh blank slates is that just me uh to a degree it's you know it's 
there's, I don't there's, mean that as an insult. Right. It's just the kinds of, specifically the, the kinds of horror movies that she's been in. That's kind of what it requires of the character. Yeah. And her name is Micah them. Monroe, by the way. Micah Monroe. Um, and I, also, she's she's got like, she, she's got personality in The Guest. I was so just about to say, I rewatched The Guest, yeah. and she's very kind of spunky and combative in a very fun and endearing way in that. Yeah. I think It Follows is a lot more... Uh, like artfully prestige, quiet, withdrawn right. kind of stuff. She's been in a lot, but this is her return to stoic young lady haunted by <laughs> like I was uh, slow burn creeps. I was. I'm so glad you're on this episode, Greg, because what I kept thinking for the entire trailer was like, it's Dane DeHaan. It's the stranger. Yeah, it's going to be Dane DeHaan. It's Quibby's <laughs> the stranger. Oh, no. Just standing there, staring. Like, that's going to be the reveal. It's like, ah, it's Dane. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody check out the trailer. Again, I have a feeling like in a month, they'll just be like, it'll just be a thing that people will know is coming out. It might be, but. You know, I don't know. Who can say? You're here uh, calling it out early for everyone to, to check out. Uh, I am. Quick bit of context for a website that I just won't leave vague. Greg and I have both had to write pieces about Quibby's The Stranger. We had to write Is branded content. We had to write branded content. Micah Monroe Christ. and Dane DeHaan's Quibby thriller, The Stranger. Yep. So wait, did Dane DeHaan sit on his hand until it fell asleep? And, and then, then, he then masturbated? Coffee. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it's about, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just 90 unbroken minutes of that. And the fun thing is that as you're watching it on your phone, if you do it in landscape mode or horizontal mode, it's perfectly framed on Dane DeHaan masturbating with his fallen asleep Mm -hmm. hand. Of course. Just pummeling his crank. What's Dane DeHaan up to? No, no, no no one knows? Uh, He was in Lisey's story. Oh, I guess he's in Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, who isn't? Yeah. Yeah. That's a massive cast. It's no Untitled David O. Russell, but it's a massive For cast. sure, man. Put, put the cast of Untitled David O. Russell in Oppenheimer. Ooh. Too sweet. Battle to the death. I like it. All right. We'll do it. That'll um, happen. I think. Uh, did we do it? Is that it? Yeah. No, no. Ah, that's done. a sewed. We've done it. Woo! Oh, Greg, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Oh, yeah, what a joy. You. This is so fun. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Uh, what, do you, what do you want to tell people? What do you want to plug? What do you want to say? Oh, man. I'm Greg Smith. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SmithLGreg. Uh, mm-hmm. It's also my website, SmithLGreg.com. Uh, come check out what I like to do, baby. It's the catchphrase <laughs> I'm trying. I didn't love it. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I get that's it, another it look, strike. I'm it sorry. Looks, it looked pretty good on the shirts, though. I see why you tried to thank you. Make it and thank you for yeah. wearing the shirts, by the way. That yeah, means a I, lot. I, I do what I can. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying, to, trying to help 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 us help us all out our rising a rising tide raises all ships (laughs) yeah (laughs) um uh dave so yeah thank you for being on thanks for Uh, having me tom you want me to say something i would love for you to say some stuff too dave uh we have a patreon listen we have a patreon patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed uh, we have a bunch of uh, stuff on there. For $5 a month, you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Just Watch Batman, Fox Muller is a Maniac, mm. Star Trek The Next Futurama, and mm. Spiel Boys. Mm. For a little extra, we watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. That is the night of this episode coming out. 
Uh, I don't know what we're going to watch. Maybe To Kill a Mockingbird? Uh, maybe, we'll see. Maybe Quibi's The Stranger. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of options. There's so I many forget, options. I forget every time what we watched the uh, week before. Last week we watched Pure Luck and Loose, <laughs> loose Cannons. Yeah, see, that's, so that that's would explain it. kind of evening you can look forward to. We also have a store. Head over to GameplayUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on T-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out or don't. I don't. I don't know, man. You're the master can, of your own destiny. <laughs> I completely pushed those movies out of my head. Strange, both Strange Lux and Loose Cannons that, that, until this moment. <laughs> I could tell because it wasn't called Strange Luck, Dave. That's a show. That's a gr- yeah. That's a great show. Oh man, Matthew Perry was so good in that. He was. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> Uh, he looks great in Watcher, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, as uh, the Watcher, as the Micah yeah. Monroe character. As the Micah Monroe character. <laughs> oh man. Uh, All right. Uh we should <laughs> we should probably leave before this gets any worse. <laughs> uh say goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.